Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Coach to Coach. Hashtag Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. And today we have a fellow coach. She's Jennifer Bethke. Welcome. Thank you. And she's located or she's based in the West Coast, somewhere in Pacific Northwest. <laughs> did I say it well? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Always yeah. a pleasure to have coaches here in this community of ours. As usual, I start uh, my 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 podcast or your episode is like the question is who is Jennifer? Sorry, should I call you Jennifer or? Um, most people call me Jenny, but I will okay. respond. To no, no, no. Well, Jenny, Jenny, welcome, Jenny. <laughs> so, who is Jenny? Um, I'm a mother of three kids, a wife, a, a former graphic designer and illustrator. I was a homeschooler, public schooler, world schooler. I'm now a homesteader and, um, yeah. And now I'm an ADHD life coach. I was finding that so much of what I learned um, and wanted to implement in my life within my family was kind of difficult to do because of my ADHD. And that was getting in the way. Um, and I also have a, a couple kids with ADHD. And so that's what led me to life coaching. So, yeah. <laughs> interesting it's like i, I heard the word the Im, implement in the family yeah what does it mean? Uh, well we built our family through foster care and adoption and okay. so before we ever even had kids in our home i was learning about connected parenting how to um take care of kids who've been in traumatic circumstances yeah and learning all these tools. And then once we, once um, the kids were all settled and adopted, we started homeschooling that provided us a way to really connect and build those bonds and have more time with them. But ADHD, you know, can make it tricky to regulate your own emotions, to keep track of all the stuff you have to keep track of with homeschooling and to provide the structure and, all the things you need. And um, so it's like I had all the head knowledge of how I wanted to show up, but actually implementing that and showing up the way I wanted to, it was it was hard. Just learning all these new tools didn't necessarily translate into doing them. Uh, so that's yeah. that's what led me to coaching. Yeah. If I may ask here, Jenny, is because obviously everybody here I've heard about ADHD or ADD, mm-hmm. but if you can give us a brief, your understanding of ADHD, maybe in your case or what you have learned, right? Just for the audience to, to, to understand more of what's ADHD. Yeah, I think there are kind of different versions. There's the version everybody thinks of when they think of ADHD. And that might be, you know, the little boy bouncing his knee in first grade and <laughs> he's just all over the place. And that's um, and and he can't focus his attention on any one thing. His attention is ping-ponging all over the place. And that's kind of been the classic idea of what ADHD is. 
in the majority of people's minds. But what's actually going on is underneath the surface, and especially for women, it shows up very differently. Women can have more often what's called inattentive ADHD, which means um, as little girls that shows up, they're looking out the window daydreaming. (laughs) They might not be disruptive. And so it's easy for their diagnosis to get missed. They work really hard to keep up with the class, but, you know, the work that might take other students 20 minutes, it takes them two hours because they're distracted. Um, So ADHD shows up as difficulty focusing on what you want to focus on and, and your attention is actually everywhere. So ADHD stands for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And that hyperactivity we used to call it ADD or ADHD. Yes. And now it's all under the umbrella of ADHD because even if you're not hyperactive physically, you are mentally. <laughs> and, yeah. and your thoughts are mentally hyperactive. But it also comes with a lot of emotional dysregulation. For women, we're often misdiagnosed with anxiety or depression before we get an ADHD diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with what I have found with a lot of my clients and with myself that I think this is one area that coaching can really target is just shame. It's it's classified as rejection sensitivity dysphoria um, within ADHD. And the way I look at it is, you know, kids with ADHD have been told no 20,000 more times than their neurotypical peers by age I think it's 12, it's 10 or 12. Yes. And so they start to internalize that as not only is my behavior bad, but I'm wrong. You know, there's something wrong with me. And so it's it's really easy for ADHDers to have a very negative internal dialogue going on and very, a lot of feelings of shame that there's just something wrong with them. And why is everything easier for everybody else? Um, so that's something I really love uh, working with and and helping people understand and work through because um, I think that doesn't have to be a part of ADHD. <laughs> it's a it's a consequence of having ADHD in our society and feeling misunderstood, but you don't have to live with that. So, I see. yeah, Jennifer, that was a uh, oh Jenny, sorry, uh, that was a extended but simple. <laughs> in the sharing of what is ADHD, right? So being a life uh, coach, ADHD, he said, right? If some of, if our audience are listening yeah, in this episode of yours, what could be their first step, step for a process, let's say, to be part of your possible community, right? How, how would they know? How would they ask themselves do they have to you know what's the process here you know a lot of people resonate with the diagnosis of ADHD but they might have it they might not they don't know I don't require any kind of diagnosis to work with people um if someone wanted to work with me they could just go to my website jennybethke.com um and and sign up for a 15 minute phone call for free and we could get to know each other so it's pretty simple <laughs> okay so but how does how does it start how does it 
start in a way, no? You have this 50 conversation. And so what's the process for those? Let's say, let's know for those who has the resonate ADHD, they have undiagnosed or diagnosed ADHD. How does it work for you with you or working with you? Um, we start out typically getting to know each other. And I right now I've kind of got two different things going on. I mm-hmm. have led um a parenting course locally at our local elementary school and yes. then at a local coffee shop. So I'm working on turning that into a digital product where people can watch that and my one-on-one clients will automatically have access to that. Um but for my one-on-one clients, we start off with a 90-minute session where I'm just getting to know them and maybe taking some personality tests and figuring out where they want to go, what they want to work on. And then we spend nine or 12 weeks, you know, bridging that gap <laughs> on in one-on-one sessions and trying to help them get where they want to go. How do yeah. they start learning or relearning themselves in this process that you're st- you're sharing? It's a big process, right? Right. Um. Quite often, honestly, in the one-on-one sessions, it's not me downloading a bunch of information about ADHD. It works very similarly to any other life coaching. Yeah. Um, ah, okay. But what I do provide is when they have questions that come up during the session, I'll make a note and send them resources to go tackle those questions outside of the session. Or, you know, if I can see a burning question, I might ask if they would like more information about certain things. Um, So I pull from resources from all over that have meant a lot to me. It could even be other coaches, you know, that have a podcast. I'm like, oh, if you're not sure how to get your diagnosis, go listen to this woman over here, you know? Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, it's like a concierge service almost. Oh, like that. Yeah, because everybody has different people they like to listen to and personalities. And and so I try to discern, okay, I think this book would resonate with this person. I think this podcast would resonate with someone else or, or if they, they like to watch videos or TikToks, then I, you know, I try to give them a resource that's going to work for them. Okay. So, and yeah, I like that's what you said, concierge, concierge of services. That's what I, I got interesting part of that. So let's go back to your family. Yeah? You said that you, you have ADHD and then I heard that you have two kids also with ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, how is my that, oldest? Yeah. Okay. How is that working that uh, in family environment? Um. Well, we all present very differently. Um, I kind of was introduced to the world of ADHD because it is, it is very common in the adopted community and especially foster adopted kids have a very much higher rate of having ADHD. And so when my oldest daughter was mid first grade, I was realizing this is not (laughs) working out with her in school, got her diagnosed. And that's when I realized there was an inattentive type. And I recognized myself more in that um, my my daughter would be combined. Um, you know, there are pros and cons. There are 
And then my son also has ADHD and he's also on the autism spectrum. Um, but we're all so different. You know, my, my daughter is loves, like she's a sensory seeker. She needs hugs like a boa constrictor, you know, she's just, and then my son doesn't want anybody to like, he's a sensory averse person. Um, and I think, you know, I cope with wanting alone time sometimes. And so it's a, but, but what's been really helpful for me is learning how to change my own behavior. Like instead of focusing on, oh no, my, my kid isn't keeping up with this or that, like what I can control is my response to the situation. Um, and so I can control that. Or if I see um, shame creeping up in them, I I can relate, you know, and I can relate to something. So in that ways, it has been really helpful that it's just kind of part of life. It's, it's not okay. a separate thing we talk about. Yeah. So. Okay. So how does this as a coach, right, of ADHD, how is it, mm -hmm. how, what kind of framework, methodology, tools are being used in this kind of situation? Right. Um, honestly, I think life coaching itself is brilliant for ADHD because ADHDers tend to ruminate on the past quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um and what's great about life coaching is that you're thinking about your present day or the future. So right. it puts us into a place where we're envisioning a future that we'd like to create, which at least for me, it does not come naturally to me. Like I need someone to ask me that question. Otherwise, I'm just caught up in today and getting through today. So it yeah. helps yeah. me envision a future and plan for it and plan how to get there. And that's just oftentimes not a very, it's not natural for all ADHDers. Um, and it helps us, you know, therapy can be so helpful for, for working through trauma, but there's also a point where it's like, I need to get to somewhere in the future. <laughs> and so that's how I see. And I also see it um, in my clients when They've had this ADHD story they've had their whole life. And finally, they're talking to somebody who gets it and who isn't shocked by their stories or isn't shaming them for their stories. And just because of the expression on my face, I think when I'm listening to them, they feel heard and seen. And I think that's something that, um, you know, uh, ADHDers are about 10% of the population. So they're experiencing life differently than most people. So it just feels really nice to be heard and seen. And that in and of itself is very healing. Um, and then at the end of our sessions, I also really try to focus on the, the, when are you going to do like this next step that you want to focus on and yeah. really focusing on what's getting on your way. And we really kind of try to drill down at the bottom to really nail down some facts of how things are going to get accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote here, at least for your, for your case, like you're quite comfortable. Let's say your, your comfort zone is pretty much in the present and you need mm -hmm. some to, to enlighten you 
for you to see the able to see the how you are able to envision the future, right? Yes. I was wondering the way you see the way you see now how you envision your future is different from from other type of other clients, or you know how how you see assimilate your your future by with your with the ADHD. And other mm-hmm. individuals with different type of different level of ADHD. Hmm. So I think honestly, so many people with ADHD are so overwhelmed with mm-hmm. what's going on in their present day. <clears throat> they literally don't feel that they have time or space to envision a future. Um, so to be asked questions about it in the first place, kind of okay. help them break out. Yeah. 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 Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. your question or do you have a, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine. The thing okay. that was uh, the question here for me uh, is how important is to have, to have, to envision the future, right? That's going to be your question. Yeah. How important is for you? Incredibly right? important. And, and my husband he's very naturally future led, you know, ah. um, but, and because I'm not, it would be really easy to just kind of not show up in any of the plans and just get carried away with whatever <laughs> the plan ends up being. Um, but it, it is really helpful. I love being coached because it does help me envision, okay, well I can change this thing. And I think also, for my ADHD, I want to complete a project that day. It's hard to parse it out like day by day by day and have a long-term goal and not get overwhelmed. I really like smaller projects that I can have that sense of accomplishment. And so I think that's also really helpful having a coach who can say, okay, you're going to get to this goal. You know, how do we how do we spread that out so you still have that sense of accomplishment that it's not so far away by yeah. chipping at it bit by bit? Okay, so going back to the, what you just said here, I, 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 if I understood what you mentioned, like usually ADHD uh, uh, individuals are overwhelmed. Right? Mm-hmm. What I mean now is like if you're able to have a segmented or partial step by step. Uh, achievement looks like a full a feeling of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that being overwhelmed? Is obviously that's a lot of things. But if you're able to to learn and to work more in your capacity of of go step by step, the feeling of fulfillment is more motivated. Is more influencing more in a more you know able to move forward. With the process, right? Like that's what I got. They have a sense. They have a sense of hope. Yeah, like well, I, yes. I can do this thing, and they come up with those ideas on their own. You know, through the coaching process, at the end, and they're like, "Oh, this is manageable. This is the next step, and this makes sense for the way my brain. This next step is custom built for me because we came up with that next step through the coaching session." Okay, so, but, so in this case, Jenny. For adult and for teenagers, children, or you know, is it different? 
You know, I've worked with children minimally. I mean, of course, my own children, but it's not a coaching relationship. Um, I've, I've volunteered at our local school a little bit with some of the kids, but mainly I'm working with the parents. I see. I see. Yeah. I, see, I, see. I was wondering if the way an adult or parents would have more understanding to do it more in a very face-by-face or segmented process mm-hmm. to fulfill. I, I wonder if, the, if a child with that kind of hyperactivity sort of physically and mentally would have that kind of sort of <laughs> understanding to, hey, I have to do the, but, you know, the impatience and the impulsive then perhaps is different. I don't know. I was just wondering. No, I mean, I think that can be really helpful for kids too. Like one of the accommodations in schools that they can do is literally it, like say they have a math test and it has 20 questions on it, cut the piece of paper in three parts, give them, give them the first five questions at a time where they can't even see the next ones. And instead of giving them never ending extended time where they don't have a good sense of time anyway, (laughs) um, break up the time allotted for the test into segments. They get that segment done. They turn it in. They get the next five questions. And it's just not as overwhelming. And they have a sense of accomplishment. Um, So for kids, it definitely can help. Even like uh, in the parenting class, we came up with, um, well, actually, I didn't come up with it. I heard it from someone else, but shared with the group, like the idea of helping your child clean their room and taking photos of the room when it's clean and then creating list. And so they can look at the photo and go, that's what mom or dad means when they say clean the room. It means the bed needs to be made. It means I look under the bed because everybody can have a different idea of what a clean room means, you you know? So to have that visual there and to have it broken up into steps can be really helpful. Interesting. So again, it's a learning process and there are, tools perhaps that able to work for everyone according to their yeah. interest so moving forward then jenny for your for envisioning your future how do you envision your future now that's a great question <laughs> well right now we live on five acres and it's a work in progress we've got chickens <laughs> And a dog and a cat. And I feel like we're trying to tame the land and, you know, working on getting my own coaching business up and running. Um, My future, I would love, I think, to work with particularly moms with ADHD who are feeling invisible and overwhelmed um, and figure out how to best serve them. and. While also like enjoying where we are and enjoying my own process, I want so many, so many mothers get so overwhelmed with how they should be doing things that are they, how they think they should be doing things that they're not actually in. It's hard to enjoy being a mom <laughs> or being yeah. a parent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, as, as you were saying this, it's, for our listeners, there will be people listening to this and there will be a lot of people that will resonate this. 
Perhaps they don't have ADHD or they think they have the ADHD or undiagnosed, diagnosed, whatever it is. But there's this thing of the time management. They're not, they don't have time. They're not able to finish things. They're not able to fulfill things at home in a personal or professional life. And that's part of what I always say is like a coach is a starting point. You know, a professional mm-hmm. coach is a starting point for you to be heard. That's what I always say. And that's what you're saying. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're heard <laughs> much in our regular lives, you know? Um, exactly. So yeah. the people are saying, I invite people to, you know, to, to approach professional coaches out there. If you think you have a certain ADHD, well, there's our professionals like Jenny there and start to be heard. If you want to be heard, there you go. We are there. That's what I got. Anything else, Jenny, for today to add? Oh, I just want to say thanks so much. It was really fun talking with you. And yeah, this is such a fun platform that you have getting to know other coaches and um yeah. No, thank you very much, Jenny. It's always it's always a pleasure to hear stories, and there's always a story. People wants to wants to hear stories, and people has their own story. So if you want to hear a story, well. Let me, let me hear it and we share it. That's that's an, a thing. Another way to share also the professional coach that we have there. But today I have the title of the quote for your for your episode. And it's Envision the Future. Ooh. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Lovely. Now I know what to come to with my coach for next week. So there you go. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Jenny, thank you very much for sharing. Thank you so much, Francisco. Have a good rest of your week. (laughs) Thank you. Good morning, good day, good evening. Dear listeners, this was another episode of Hashtag Coach to Coach, Hashtag Documandos. This is your host, Francisco. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.